0: Welcome to The Simplified Organization Show, where real moms chat about realistic home and life management. We want to avoid perfectionism, reject overwhelm, and handle our housework and mothering in a way that honors God. I'm your host, Misty Winkler. I write and podcast at simplyconvivial.com about homemaking, homeschooling, and doing life cheerfully. I'm also author of the book, How to Use a Planner Without Wasting Time. And today I'm joined by Naomi Marks. Naomi is living her dream life as the wife of a pastor in rural Wisconsin, homeschooling their seven kids in a 100-year-old three-story parsonage, slowly learning that the perfect life doesn't have to be perfect. And Naomi is a mentor-level member inside Simply Convivial Continuing Education And when we're recording this, we just finished another round of Simplified Organization Community Coaching, where we work through the signature courses, organize your attitude, streamline your homemaking, and work your plan. How long have you been a member? And was this your third time? I've been a member about a year and a half, maybe two years. And I I started
1: last year, but got pregnant. And didn't keep up. So I, I quit in the middle and then started again this time for the school year course. So that's first. I finished through.
0: Wow. <laughs> you've made a ton of progress. And so I wanted uh, people to hear your story and for you to share it. We always love seeing you join the monthly member meetups. And I know you've been an encouragement to so many members inside the community. So what was your biggest struggle when you joined or when you started community coaching? Well, I think just keeping up with the daily
1: things and trying to figure out what to do. I would spend a lot of time every day just looking around the house <laughs> thinking, well, this should get done, this should get done. What should I be doing right now? I don't know. Before I would decide somebody would need me for something. And just feeling always behind and like no day was ever a good day because a good day was only when everything got crossed off my list. And of course, my lists were about twenty, thirty items long. So I just kept thinking, this is not a good life. If you never are able to say this was a successful day, I need to change my definition of what is a successful day. And that's when I came upon your courses and started keeping on top of things for the first time. <laughs> there was a time when I had, uh, our, our oldest were one, two, and three when I got pregnant with number four. And when number five was born, my oldest was still five. So that was about wow. the pinnacle of my overwhelm. So The last few years hasn't been as bad, but still not keeping up with everything, but (laughs) Uh,
0: there is just so much. (laughs) And, And you know, the, the definition of what keeping up looks like or what a good day looks like is an important piece of it. So how did that change in the process? Yeah. I just wanted to
1: have not Cheerios on the floor all the time. I remember somebody visiting me and sweeping the floor after a meal and just thinking, oh my goodness, who has time to sweep the floor after every meal? Because by the time I got the baby down, somebody else had already thrown up on the carpet. (laughs) There was just no, (laughs) more gross, you know, and, and part of that probably evolved naturally as my kids got older and they were able to sweep the floor while I took care of the baby. So I think I've learned not to sweat when you're in a season of complete overwhelm like that it will it will get better naturally by itself (laughs) there are also things you can do to to have things a little bit less dirty and a little bit more organized I wanted to be able to find what I need when I need it and not waste time looking for stuff trying to figure out what what should be getting done Mm -hmm.
0: so how did working through the courses inside simplified organization help you kind of tackle those pieces what what part helped the most do you think I think the, the
1: biggest thing that started me out was it probably was one of the very first lessons was change the story you're telling yourself in your head. Mm-hmm. They, if the story in my head is, oh my husband's just really not helping me, my kids are out to make my life hard today. <laughs> probably yes. everybody in the world is not my enemy. Then that, <laughs> that might might be wrong. I'm a failure, I can't do this, it's too messy, I don't know where to start. Um, realizing that I was narrating that to myself and I could. I could change that story that I was telling and say, you know, this feels hard because it is hard. I have a lot of kids. I have a house. We moved just about every year for the past four years as my husband's been in school and doing internships. So every summer was just packing boxes, unpacking boxes, um, feeling like no matter what I did, it was going to feel overwhelming. But then I remember that real distinctly and where I was standing in the kitchen when I heard that lesson and you said, overwhelm is a feeling and a choice. (laughs) And I thought, Huh? I've never heard that before. <laughs> really, I could choose to not feel overwhelmed, but it started with telling a different story. Feeling mm-hmm. overwhelmed means I'm feeling like this is too much for me. This can't be too much for me because this is the life God gave me, and the house God gave me, and the children God gave me. So, yeah. therefore, I must be able to do this. And I think that was the beginning of the the change in my mind. Anyway, as far as not feeling overwhelmed anymore, and then it was just a matter of okay, where do I start? What do I tackle first? But the way those lessons are broken down in just little tiny bits. And I think the restful routines I had done actually before that school year session started. And so that, that helped me get, okay, I could just add one thing to my night routine, put a load of laundry in, never go to bed with dishes in the sink. That was huge at that point because I, that was a habit back then. It was, I was just too, but those little changes then make you feel like, Hey, I'm on top of things in the morning. I could get this laundry folded or, have a kid fold it. We finally got a chore chart that worked so that they were keeping up with some of those daily routines. And and then I think it just spiraled from there as I added bit by bit with the spiraled attitude. in a good
0: way. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, exactly. laughs> like those
1: key habits, you know, one changes another, changes another. And yeah. especially. Attitude. And then I think, hey, I have five minutes. I could work on a closet. And then slowly, you know, the whole house starts to feel like it's not falling apart all the time. Nice.
0: So, and those, the story that we tell ourselves is so important, but I mean, and noticing is the key first thing, but Mm -hmm. then actually changing it takes time because it is a habit. It's a mental rep that we just return to so easily. So what were some ways that you used to help yourself change the way you thought about your life? Well, I can't return my
1: camera. (laughs) You see my (laughs) phone. all around on my desk. I have enough time to do the will of God. That was a really good one. Days will not go as planned. Be an observer and an experimenter rather than an Eeyore. Oh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> a reflection on the grace and goodness of God to us is proper to refresh and delight the Christian's mind and to make him cheerful. And so I just, I, I've always done that, put things up around the house, but just constantly realign your attitude. And I, I'm still working on that and probably always will be, but I spiral so easily once I start thinking down the wrong path. Oh, this day is shot. There's no point in even trying. Blah, blah, blah. No, get up, make dinner. You always can get up and make dinner, clear off yeah. the counter. <laughs> And then whenever I get really bad, I just put on the next lesson of what I'm supposed to be learning. Okay, yes, I can do this. <laughs> the old habits of thinking. But once you get those tracks kind of set on the new way, well, oh, I can do my three things. That's enough.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, and I can use five minutes to actually make a difference. Because some of the overwhelm that we all feel is like seeing all of the mess and all of the problems and feeling like we should be dealing with all of it. And if it's all or nothing, it's going to be nothing. (laughs)
1: Exactly. exactly. That that was a big one. You first made that bingo board. Mm -hmm. And I started. January, I guess it wasn't bingo then, but this is the first time now we're living in the same house for a long time. So I thought I'm going to take each month, do one room of the house kind of as a zone cleaning and just 15 minutes. Maybe that was baby step bingo that you had done early in the year, 15 minutes, any day that the month, try to get 20 and in the month. Well, I got so far ahead, just doing 15 minutes at a time. I'd gone through like September's rooms by probably the middle of June. I was just what you can do in 15 minutes. And so now I'm just about done. I'm getting the schoolroom organized for this year. And the whole house, like every cupboard, every drawer, everything has been gone through. And I don't think I've ever lived in a house where everything, like nothing's out of place. This is the drawer where these go. And it was all 15 minutes at a time. I never worked more than 15 minutes. And every I'm still shocked by it every time I said, were, wow, it's only been five minutes. I thought this was an hour job. Right. And the bingo really helps just with the random jobs. We got all of our spring cleaning done. Clean two windows, wipe one wall. And it was painless, completely painless. That's amazing.
0: Well, because this is while homeschooling, while being a pastor's wife, seven kids. That's a lot of disorder coming every day.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I heard somebody say kids were automatic clutter makers. Everywhere they go, there's which I am one too. Everywhere I go, there's butter. And I think that attitude shift helped me too, because as I was, how come these things are out? How come this mess is here? Because we're living here. Mm -hmm. And so they're trying to prevent the mess from happening, but have systems in place to pick it up. Yes, people should put their shoes in the closet, but they're not always going to. So you keep working on that habit. But in the meantime, you have a put shoes in the closet kid that every day at this time and this time, (laughs) they put the shoes in the closet. And so just making those routines, cleaning up after the living And that was a big, a big help too. I forget which, which lesson it was in about, um, cleaning up and doing dishes is not cleaning up after the previous mess. It's getting ready for living the next time we have to wash dishes so that we can eat tonight. We have to clean the living room because we want to live in it again tomorrow because then it didn't always seem like mopping up janitorial work. It was more like fun that was going to happen. And I don't know that, that shift
0: helped too in my thinking. Yeah. So what would you, what kind of encouragement would you offer women feeling that same sense of overwhelm and like, they're never going to catch up? It's just too much and a disaster and there's no hope at all.
1: (laughs) I know that feeling really well. And I still have, but yeah, I mean, I guess that's where the baby steps come in. Start somewhere. You can do five minutes, a couple times a day. And I try to, when it's really bad, pick somewhere that isn't going to get immediately undone. Because if you pick up the living room and you're five minutes, 20 minutes later, it'll <laughs> be messy again. <laughs> Do a shirt or a counter, something that'll really make you proud to have clean. <laughs> uh, and and I always, people are always asking me questions and I say, you've you got to have your kids working because if they're only making more mess and they're not ever digging out, I found this video of my daughter when she was two in her diaper vacuuming the living room floor the other day. (laughs) I Makes them work from a very young age, but I had to, I, I could hardly move at the end of my pregnancies. And so the two and three year olds vacuumed and emptied the dishwasher and they did a good enough job. Mm -hmm. Um, People are always asking me what, what jobs can kids do? And so my, my philosophy is anything a kid can do, a kid needs to do (laughs) (laughs) only mom can do. Um, so we, we divide up everything and I let them have a say in what, what jobs they want and what kind of rotating basis they want to have them on. And, um, now since finishing these classes, we have a Saturday morning house cleaning time. That's worked best for me instead of trying to fit it in each day, especially when we're gone in the afternoons. Um, but if we all work together, we can be done in less than two hours. So even yeah. if we have three in the morning, if we need to go somewhere, um, and we, I'm so proud of that because we get everything done from the top to the bottom of the house—dusting, vacuuming, um, mopping floors by hand, cleaning up all the clutter, cleaning the bathrooms. Everything is done in two hours once a week. Um, so it may still not picked up all the time, but underneath it's clean, and I'm That's- I'm proud of that. And my pinnacle achievement mom came to visit and she said I cannot believe your covers in your drawers I've never seen this before I like, oh I did it I I
0: finally that's awesome that's verification you know that, like it's not just me this really is real really happening <laughs> exactly.
1: and, and I needed some obscure piece of paper I can't remember what the other day my husband asked me to, to look for it because he knew normally I would have to look for it. And I had pulled it out in five minutes. And I said, are you impressed? You haven't seen that paper in six months. And I knew right where it was. Mm-hmm. I like files now too in the last year. Like all my my storage is, what do you call the reference storage, is organized. And I can find, I found my son's, um, you know, medical reports from 10 years ago. And I knew right wow. where they, hey, <laughs> this is unprecedented you knowing me. Mean, Probably going to get pregnant because I can never be <laughs> kind of on top of things for very long.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's something that we always need to remember too is that it isn't like, okay, I've achieved something. And so now we're good to go for forever. That's like, this; it's always evolving. We talk about iterating, where life is going to change. And that doesn't ruin where we're at, it's just the next level to work on. Right. And that was depressing when we had the lesson
1: on that, because I just thought if you're hard enough, long enough, you're going to have this figured out. And then you just keep your systems going and it's never going to change. Realizing that, you know, that's a little bit unrealistic. You live with people and people are messy and life is messy and someone could break their leg or I could break my leg. And then the whole thing's out the window and you got to figure it all out again. But mm-hmm. that doesn't, it's not worth doing. It just means you have to practice making a new system starting over again and I'll let that get you down
0: right and knowing that it's possible like if you've done it before you can do it again right okay it's right. just the next thing to work on
1: and perfection means faithfulness today not having the house clean today not everybody behaving today but yeah being oh not everything going my way <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, that was one of the lessons too. I remember that, like, we want our house to be like a doll house. Now I'm going to move you here and put these things here. I'm going to stay here, but those dolls don't move. (laughs) And they don't throw up on the carpet. But that's that's in my mind. If if I was in control, that was how I was doing it. But this is a living organism with many minds of its own. (laughs) What am I called? not have my house clean. I'm called to love my kids and love my husband and be faithful to do today what I need to do today, but not make my whole life perfect. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much, Naomi, for sharing some of your story and the things that you've learned. And I really appreciate it. And it's been fun joining you on, on your journey and hearing your reports along the way. It's, it's always been a joy to have you in our meetups and in the classes. So, and thank you for joining me today and sharing on the podcast. And I look forward to doing it again. Thank you so much. I always tell people when they ask me questions,
1: I say, you just got to go here, Misty. There's no book you're going to buy that you're going to learn what you will from her. But I just feel like you, you see my life <laughs> the on our chats. Everybody understands exactly where you're, at. And that is just so helpful to have that perspective. I've read, I don't know, probably 30 books on homemaking and nothing, nothing has been the practical help that, that these classes are. Thank you so much, Naomi.
0: And I'll, I'll see you at our next meetup. All right. Thanks. Have a good day. and Bye. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Naomi as much as I did. If you want to experience the same kind of transformation as Naomi, then enroll in simply convivial continuing education with us today. On January 6th, we'll begin our next cohort of simplified organization community coaching as we work step-by-step, week-by-week over the year to organize our attitudes, streamline our homemaking, and work our plans with community support, accountability, and consistency. The program doesn't just tell you what to do, it models the approach that we take as well. We don't expect perfection, we practice getting up after falling down, and we always replace our internal lives with objective truth. To join us, just go to simplyconvivial.com and click the green enroll button. Simplified organization community coaching is included in everyone's membership at no extra charge. So just go to simplyconvivial.com and click the green enroll button and learn with us to repent, rejoice, repeat.